Welcome, my name is Stephen Dawes. Thank you for joining me as always. And today I am carrying on a topic which is linked to mental health, which as I said before, I'm still going to be talking about on the podcast, although the format has changed and I am introducing new things and new areas to my podcast calendar, if you like, or portfolio, whatever you want to call it. I'm still going to be talking about mental health because it's something that is important to me. And that's what this podcast is about, about even, that I talk about things that are important to me. And one of the things that I've talked about in the past, of course, is anxiety around certain situations and certain things that are going on. And it's understandable, I think, that people are going to be having anxiety about Brexit. Now, I know Brexit is about a UK thing, so people who aren't in the UK... Please bear with me. You know, I'm not talking about uh, Brexit directly, but by people who are getting anxiety because of Brexit. Now, I was reading an article in the Glamour magazine, one of the Glamour website, about people who are having anxiety over Brexit and about the uncertainty of Brexit and the fact that it's been dragging on for so long. It could even now drag on for even longer. And it is starting to affect people's mental health. And there is some kind of um, feeling that a lot of people are becoming quite upset about what's happening in terms of Brexit, mainly because they don't know what the future holds for the country. Now, I completely get that. I understand exactly what people are thinking in that, in that situation. My own thoughts and feelings on, on Brexit are neither here nor there in terms of this podcast. But when you're talking about anxiety... It's something that um, can affect people in lots of different ways. I mean, it's something that you can have about virtually anything. You can you can be anxious about virtually anything in the world or anything in your life. And if you're going, if you're living in the UK and you are do, dealing with something like this in the in the media, it's it's always in the news, it's always online, it's always on social media. So much is going on about Brexit, and so much that people don't know about Brexit, about what's going to happen, what the deal is going to be, how we're going to be living in the future if if we do have uh, a brexit that means no deal what happens then how do we how do we survive do we survive I, th- I think we're going to survive i think we're going to be fine but there are people out there who are generally worried about this and it's being termed brexit anxiety because of the uncertainty surrounding it now for me anxiety is something that have, affects me in certain ways um, mainly around health and things like that it can be something that I can develop about other things that might be happening in, in my life at that time I can get anxious about that and people who have a, a susceptibility or a predisposition to anxiety or anxious feelings are going to be anxious about certain things that are going on in the world that are going to affect them directly or maybe indirectly but because of the country they're living in and so if you are naturally an anxious person or if you have a predisposition to being anxious about things, then it's only understandable that you're going to be worried about Brexit and about the things that are going to happen around that time of um, of turmoil. So there's a motorbike running past the house, which is quite loud. I do apologise. So it's it's going to be it's going to be difficult. There's going to be lots of debates going on. I mean, there's been lots of votes in the House of Commons that have gone against the government, and it really does look as though the deal is up in the air. And if you're looking at this from outside, if you know if you're a member of the public and you're reading about all this, and anyway, let me let me say one thing clear: there is a very strong movement among the public press, but you know the press and online and in the newspapers and everywhere else. You know they do try 
and whip up fervour among the general public. I mean, they, they use words like could, you know, Britain could run out of medicines if we leave Brexit, you know, the economy could crash if we leave, if we leave EU, all of these things could happen or may happen. And, you know, that, that's not definitive. There's no, there's not a set in stone that these things are going to happen for good or bad. But they, you know, journalists are good at spinning things and they're good at creating articles that they know people are going to click on because that's what they want they want people to click on their articles they want to have readers and so they're going to write these articles deliberately angling them as a way that people are going to get worried about it and then maybe and they're going to click on it to try and read and understand more about it and these words that they use they're very good at doing it you know they they use the words that they know people are going to interpret as being genuine you know this is definitely going to happen i read it in this article that as soon as we leave you the whole sky is going to fall in but that's not going to happen they use the words like could or maybe or perhaps because they know that these things are not necessarily going to be set in stone no one really understands with any great deal of certainty what's going to happen if when we leave the eu whether we have a deal or not so it's it, it's very easy for people who have anxiety to develop this Brexit anxiety because they don't know what's going on. They don't know what is going to affect them. They don't know if it's going to affect their job, if it's going to affect their their way of life, if it's going to affect how they even how they get to work, or you know if they if they work if they're uh, an international company, how it's going to affect them. If they're a local company, how is it going to affect them? If they run a business, or if they're self-employed, all of these things are up in the air, and it's very it's a very uncertain time and there's going to be people out there who are going to be worried about this of course there are what we need to do though is to treat this as we would treat any other type of situation that gives you anxiety so if you are anxious about brexit if if the whole idea is really um, making you feel overwhelmed and you can't deal with it and it's making it making you feel really unhappy what you need to do is to try and focus in on those things that normally help you when you have anxiety. So if I would imagine most of the people, the majority of people, not everyone, but I imagine most of the people who have this uh, Brexit anxiety are going to be people who are genuinely anxious people in the first place or have a predisposition to being anxious. If that's the case, then there are more than likely going to be things that you are going to do that are going to help you that you things you do every day so it could be a distraction thing it could be mindfulness it could be meditation it could be yoga whatever it is that you do that normally lessens your anxiety i think is something you should you should be doing to lessen your anxiety about this because you yourself i mean you can back campaigns for a second referendum or for a people's vote or you can just you can comment on social media and things like that but directly you yourself, unless you're close to the Prime Minister or anyone else like that, it's, it's highly unlikely you're going to be able to change anything. So what you need to do is just try and monitor your own emotions and, and the way you're feeling and your own anxieties and to try and, and calm your, your nerves down as much as you possibly can. It's not easy. I hold my hands up. My hand is up in the air right now. It isn't easy. It's one of the hardest things to do. But it's something that in general terms of anxiety you would be doing anyway so it's something that you just need to take on board those things that keep you calm and calm your anxiety down and put those into practice one of the good ways that you can try and do this could be by switching off social media switching off the news having a time out so spending perhaps 
having maybe having one day a week where you don't listen to the news, where you don't have the TV on, where you don't have the radio on, where you don't have social media on, you just have a blanket blackout for a day or maybe a couple of hours uh, twice a week or something like that, just to give your mind a, a break from this um, constant barrage of things that are going on around Brexit. That way, you can then try and take control back over your emotions and try and calm yourself down. And it also means that you are not constantly bombarded by these these fears and, and everything else that's going on around you. Now, you're going to be, you're going to want to know what's going on. I mean, it's, it's part of the anxiety. You know, even though you're really anxious about something, you want to know about it. It's a weird juxtaposition that goes on. But if you can try and maybe have a couple of days or maybe a couple of hours out of that, just turn off everything and just have a read a book or do some painting or do your favorite hobby. Do do that for a couple of hours just to calm yourself down, just to try and relax yourself. That, I think, will go a long way into trying to relieve some of this Brexit anxiety, which is going to be there. And it's going to be there right up until the time that people know definitively what's going to happen. And it's also going to be there for a little while afterwards because people are going to be wondering what's going on. Uh, you know, although the deal is going to be made and the date might arrive, that's not when things are going to change. Things are going to, aren't going to change on the day that we leave the EU. Things are going to change a few weeks, months, maybe even a couple of years into the future before we, we really start to settle down and know where things are. So this could be something that's going to go on for many months. So you need to try and find a way to deal with the anxiety and the anxious feelings that you have in a way that you would normally do anyway. And uh, there are my previous podcast episodes talk about mindfulness and other ways, other techniques that you can use to try and reduce your anxiety, which is a really important thing to do because high anxiety isn't good for you. It isn't good for you. And it's something that uh, lots of people struggle with. I struggle with it myself on a daily basis. And it isn't easy to deal with, but uh, you have to have that kind of process in motion to try and uh, do what you can with it. I hope that uh, you're not going to be too worried about Brexit. It is a worrying thing, of course it is, but I hope that you can try and deal with these emotions if you have them surrounding the Brexit situation. Thank you for joining me on my podcast today. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Um, if you do have any comments or suggestions about the podcast, about the format, please let me, let me know. You can contact me on any of the media formats you're listening to the podcast on. You can also reach me on Twitter. Um, you can DM me directly on there or reply to one of my tweets. I am uh, very grateful for everyone who listens to the podcast. I hope that you will enjoy the new format going forward. And uh, until we meet the next time, thank you very much. Goodbye.